Take a deep breath, take the higher road That's what they always say, as if they know the way They won't take it from me But don't ever doubt yourself, it's life ain't just a dream You make your own, so kick and scream The people will like with a never-ending force You never had the chance, so what you waiting for? The day has come, my friend, cause this is war Welcome to Nurses Out Loud Talk Radio, Thursday edition with Nurse Michelle. Wouldn't it be nice to think that the COVID fiasco that we have come through since 2020 was over? So many people are ready to stop talking about COVID as if it does not impact our lives anymore. But the truth is, while we're all trying to move on with our lives and try to regain some semblance of normalcy, powers that be are still doing what they can to control anyone they can. That is true for what's happening in American colleges. Parents are just so glad that their kids are finally graduating high school and perhaps about to move off into their first attempt at adulthood, living away at college as independent young adults. Now, when it came time for my kids to move into college dorms, it was a sad day and tears were shed recognizing this major milestone. But at the same time, you're excited with the anticipation that a particular student who might actually know what they want to pursue and you're happy for them to be embarking on that journey. But their parents, you know, who have released their young adults into the college scene, who have those kids who maybe don't know what they're wanting to do, have a little bit more reservation about that student, fearing that are they going to actually pursue their academics heartily and will they find themselves in the party scene or just failing their classes and wasting possibly parental money? Nurse Michelle's family does not pay for college, and our kids have always known that, and our six kids know that they've either got to have a way to pay like we did by working your way through college, or they've got to meritoriously earn their ability to gain scholarships to pay for their education. It is amazing how the tables do turn and students improve their effort when it's their paycheck being written to the colleges and each semester. But there's a bigger issue going on right now. And yes, it is more important than whether or not your student has figured out their career choice. While everyone's at home watching Netflix and hoping the world has corrected itself since 2020, American colleges are imposing mandates upon 18 to 25 year olds pursuing their education. You would think that college students who may be more prone to protesting and maybe having a rebellious bent would be apt to rise up against their these unconstitutional mandates. But surprisingly, they are caving to the pressures because they, like so many in our culture, have been propagandized that, well, after all, it's just a vaccine. It must save lives. So they deduct that the vaccine must be safe. After all, why would our government tell us we have to do it if it weren't safe, right? The facts are that any medical procedure or medical product being put into your body is optional and should always remain optional because we are all individual autonomous human beings. The rare 18 to 25 year old who has been reading trial data from vaccine companies might be ready to bravely assert their autonomous right to say no and request an exemption. You know, maybe they have parents that have been fighting and they're informed, but the majority will learn that exemptions are not freely given. 
Once the 18 to 25 year olds learn that they don't actually have a medical reason to say no, according to the colleges, they may or may not even be aware that there is an opportunity to request a religious accommodation. Think back to when you were 18 to 25 years old. Were you ready to write a three-page essay asserting your specific religious stance on a medical procedure mandated by your government? Not likely. So here we are today with solutions because that's what Nurses Out Loud is wanting to do. And we have a special guest today that I'm so happy to have because I've been sharing her content for a long time on my Instagram platform and my website. And her name is Lucia Sinatra, and she's the founder of NoCollegeMandates.com. And if you haven't heard about it, today is your day, and we want to make sure not only you learn about it for your sake, but so that you can make an impact in your community and you can share this information with others so that you can discover what's happening with the colleges in your community. And if you discover they're part of the problem, you can be the person that takes action to do something about it. So welcome, Lucia, to Nurses Out Loud. Thank you, Michelle. I'm so excited to be here. And uh, I have seen you elevate our work. And thank you so much for being a partner in helping us get the message out there um, to what our organization does and the resources that we provide for parents and students and the platforms that we provide to get involved to end college COVID-19 vaccine mandates. Yes. And I have learned recently that we have beyond even the COVID-19 vaccine mandate. We also have colleges that have historically been pushing students, especially medical students, to have their up-to-date childhood vaccine schedule. And some of them require them to present a titer to produce proof that they are actually immune to what's on their vaccine record. And if they don't have proof, those colleges, even medical colleges, can mandate 10, 20 vaccines that took them 18 years to get to be suddenly caught up in three weeks between orientation and the first day of classes. And students are just caving and doing exactly what they're told. Yep. And that's across uh, all college students. It's not just healthcare students. There are some colleges, and especially in the last three years, that are paying particular attention uh, to vaccines that students have and have not gotten over the years. Um, There are some students that are able to get exemptions to all other vaccines. It is not without a great deal of effort to do that, however. Uh, There are some colleges pushing flu vaccines now. That's never before happened in the history of being a college student before three years ago. So there are insane things happening all across the country. It does not necessarily protect you to be in a red state. Sometimes red states are just as bad as blue. It depends on whether the college is public or private. It depends on whether you're a healthcare major, because then you're subjected to clinical trials. And those clinical trial rotations are often governed by the hospital systems. It is so complicated and so convoluted. And it is the one of the reasons we've created some of the resources we've had um, to try to make it easier for parents and students to navigate, to give them as much information as we can collect, um, to do our research for you, basically and empower you to take our research and then go out and fight these organizations, colleges, universities, clinical trial programs, hospital um, uh, hospital partners, whatever it is. We want to arm you with the information so that you can go out and fight for your God-given rights. 
let's start with how you got yourself started doing this because when did this start and what made this mama bear get activated? Okay. So we started um, over two years ago. I have two students who are college students and I was one of the natural skeptics um, when COVID, uh, when the, when we went into lockdown. And of course, like, like many of us, Michelle, you included, um, I dove down a deep rabbit hole and said, what is going on here? We are locking down the world. We're rolling out these vaccines, Operation Warp Speed, what is going on? And um, and so I watched closely and I watched carefully and I sort of was bidding my time. And I actually was, you know, asking God at that time, give me a way to participate. Show me who I'm supposed to be. Show me what I'm supposed to do. I, um, I have a very tenacious personality. I'm a natural born fighter. And I knew that I needed to get involved in this mission somehow. I just didn't know how, and I didn't know when. So I sort of sat carefully and I watched and I waited and I listened. And all of a sudden, lo and behold, um, they, you know, when they started talking about Operation Warp Speed, and then they started talking about that we were eventually going to roll out vaccines for everyone, I thought there's no way that they have the clinical trial data to safely roll these vaccines out for every member of the population. So that's when the mama bear really started to get into action and started to, to think deeply. Um, and, and, you know, and then as soon as they announced that almost as soon as Biden announced that our goal was to have a vaccine in every arm, uh, colleges announced that they would be mandating COVID-19 vaccines for students for the following fall. So the first college to do that was Rutgers University. They announced in March of 2021 that, that students that came back to campus for fall of 2021 were going to be required to take COVID-19 vaccines in order to get on campus and attend class. Um, that January, they had publicly announced um, on a YouTube video that went out to the whole community that they would never violate personal autonomy and mandate COVID-19 vaccines. So what happened in three short months that they said, we went back on our word and we are no longer going to um, you know, respect your individual choice. We're now going to mandate these things. Well, why they did that? They run clinical trials for all three big pharma companies. Um, they run clinical trials for Pfizer. They run clinical trials for Moderna and they run clinical trials for J&J. So who got to Rutgers that said, you need to set the example and you need to mandate these things for your students. And then every other college followed Rutgers lead. Well, not every other. So Harvard followed shortly after that. And then over 1,000 colleges announced COVID-19 vaccines would be required for fall sometime in the spring or early summer of 2021. So I'm going to let you and your audience put those dots together. What led Rutgers to be the first to say our students. And um, shortly after that, they required faculty. Um, and they still to this day are one of 75 colleges down from over 1,000 that continue to mandate COVID-19 vaccines. There is an active lawsuit 
by students against Rutgers University for being the first to take away their right to exemptions and being the uh, the first to exclude them from classes, disenroll them, um, and basically, you know, ruin their hopes and dreams by forcing these mandates in order to attend, uh, continue to attend or attend that university in the fall of 2021. Yeah, uh, obviously, with this happening, there may be just like in high school days, whatever the popular guy is doing is what everybody thinks they're supposed to do now. So Rutgers set the stage and everybody followed suit. So here, even in the red state of Georgia, sure enough, even though um, my daughter was in a nursing school that was very conservative um, in a red state, that school protected their students and 100% did not mandate anything. But like you said, she was a nursing student, the clinical facility where they were going to do their rotations in January of 2021. All of a sudden you better have your, um, it was actually January of 2022 because the mandate came down in the fall of 2021. And then it was January of 2022 that all those mandates started coming down heavy on these students And so she had to have herself, her college actually wrote a religious exemption for her, but Nurse Michelle made sure that they got a few other pieces of information in their ears as well. They didn't just get a religious exemption. They got a piece of uh, Michelle's mind. Um, So they did not um, deny her. So she was able to fulfill it. But many nursing students, like you said, their, their careers were ended. They could not finish their clinicals. So therefore they could not graduate. Therefore they could, they were stuck. And, you know, this is a life changing thing for people who wait for the medical profession you have to wait a long time. You have to wait to get in. Once you're finally accepted, you're so thankful to get there. And what a lot of people may not realize is that these schools may actually um, lie to you and say that there is not a mandate. And then on orientation day, about three or four weeks before your medical program starts, you are dropped a bomb of a surprise of what's actually going to be required of you. So what are y'all doing about those lying colleges that are misleading the public? There are multiple ways that they lie, Michelle. So what they'll do is I just had a student email me a couple of weeks ago that said, hey, um, I need a lawyer because I got an approved religious exemption from my college. I am just about to enter clinical rotations and they kicked me out of the college because the hospital system won't honor the exemption that the, that the college gave me. And she said, I asked for all of this information before I invested tens of thousands of dollars in my education. And I was promised I would never be kicked out of clinical trials. And here she is. The only thing that she is able to do is to get a lawyer to help her fight this. And I will tell you, there are lawyers out there, there are multiple, um, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, that have gotten involved with clinical trial sites Um, on behalf of students, and they've gotten these students exemptions. It's very, very rare. They, the school nor the clinical trial program will advertise that they're granting these exemptions. But if you fight it, you can be successful. I I had heard absolutely no stories of students being able to fight for this without a lawyer. But if you get a lawyer involved, there are several of them who have been successful. Now, it depends state to state. Is there a lawyer in every state that's having the success? That I don't know. What I can do and, and what you what you can do, which we'll talk about later in the show, and I know you'll put in your show notes, is you can access our website where we have resources um, for a variety of um, exemption resources, medical, religious, and then, of course, a number of lawyers, um, because if those lawyers on our website can't 
help you, they can often find a lawyer in another state that can. So that is the way to fight back if you're a healthcare student. All other students have it much easier, Michelle. Religious exemptions are widely accepted at almost every university at this late date. At this late date in October of 2023, religious exemptions are almost universally accepted at those 75 colleges that are still mandating COVID-19 vaccines. There are a few exceptions to the rule. Rutgers makes it very difficult and Santa Clara University in California makes it very difficult, maybe even impossible to get an exemption. Um, and at this, you know, late state of, you know, late date of October, 2023. That was not the case when mandates were first, uh, were first rolled out. It could be hit or miss depending on the state, depending on the college. So let me ask you this. If people were to go to nocollegemandates.com, are they going to find, be able to successfully navigate and find the colleges that are not mandating available to them that are identified? How many, how many colleges do you have addressed on your website? Yeah, uh, 100%. So let's, um, let's, let's dissect that question a little bit. So I'm incredibly active on Twitter. Um, my handle is at NCM, no college mandates forever. And that is where you will see weekly posts of what is happening at the colleges that continue to mandate COVID-19 vaccines. So I put up a graphic every single week that shows what colleges are left that graphic will take you to the homepage of our website. On the homepage of our website is incredibly detailed um, and comprehensive spreadsheets. When you go on those spreadsheets, then you can see uh, there's three different spreadsheets. Our most um, you know, popular or most important, one of our most important spreadsheets is the list of mandate, no mandate colleges. And that is a list of over 800 colleges that shows you who mandated um, vaccine, COVID-19 vaccines at one time who dropped those mandates, when they dropped those mandates, if those mandates were only for students, were only for faculty. So you can get a bunch of history there. And there's a tab with recent news. Recent news shows you the colleges that have most recently dropped those mandates. Um, and then there are two other spreadsheets, which we can talk about later um, in the podcast if you want. But yes, on the homepage of our website, you can find everything that you need to navigate um, the colleges that you're most interested in and what they have done or didn't do with regard to COVID-19 vaccines. And I hope anybody listening right now uh, would not want to support a college that has been part of the problem. I hope that if you're within earshot of this message, we are wanting to send a message to the colleges that acted like communists and who did not give constitutional rights to their students or ended dreams for students or stopped education or discriminated against students. We want to know if they historically did it in 2020. For example, my daughter's nursing college in Georgia, they should be in the Hall of Fame because during the heat of it all, they shined like a beacon of light on a hill and did not succumb to any of the mandates and the students lived a wonderful, free, normal college life during the 2020. So it's nice to know about colleges like that. So if there's people that are looking for a nursing school and are willing to move out of state, we'd love to know that we can go to your website and find those wonderful colleges that are worthy of such honor, that worthy of our money. 
Yeah. So that brings me to our next list, which is um, an incredibly valuable resource. And it's a list of over 500 colleges that never mandated COVID-19 vaccines. I do have to qualify the list a little bit, Michelle, because in order for it to be comprehensive, we had to include every college that never mandated COVID-19 vaccines. Now, we have qualified certain of those colleges like Baylor University in Texas, for example, never had a COVID-19 vaccine mandate uh, for undergraduate students. Um, but they put so much pressure on the students to vaccinate, it was as if they did have a mandate. That is noted on the spreadsheet. So the spreadsheet is true in the sense that, no, they didn't have a mandate, but they might have made your life hell if you went there during the height of the pandemic. There are other colleges on that list. For example, there are 21 colleges that I love. They never took, they don't take any federal funding of any kind. That means they are 100% autonomous to run their colleges as they see fit. These colleges, all but one, none of them ever had a COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Many of them didn't have mass mandates, didn't shut down classes. They were the most free of all of the colleges on those lists um, as far as our research goes. And these colleges are the ones that I hope will be the model for the future of higher education. So read the list carefully and you can see um, from that list if there are colleges on there that still sound like they might not respect um, you know, medical freedom going forward. We made a note of that so that you are as informed as possible um, for what you're getting into and the schools that your students are applying to. Okay, before we break for the um, intermission, I wanted to make sure that we tell people some other resources that are on the website as well. So yes. are there things that they can print off from the website of any kind um, besides the college list? And if not, are there places that we can direct our listeners to to get some resources to print? So, yes. To fight? So, right. Um, we don't have forms on the website. We learned very our, uh, early on in this mission. Colleges know exactly who we are. Um, they know that our organization exists and they know that because Early in the creation of our organization, we um, created letter campaigns that went out to hundreds of colleges all across the United States. Um, they reported us as spam. They blocked our emails. Um, and it's because we created form letters that parents customized for their colleges and sent out. And we quickly learned that giving parents forms, whether it's a religious exemption form, uh, whether it's a letter to the college, that the Colleges quickly came to learn by going on our website, going on our substack, that these were form letters that we created that parents are printing out, customizing, but not putting any individual information in. So what we often tell parents is go to our substack, see our previous letters, see our articles, see the studies we've linked, um, see the things that other students, professors, faculty, parents are doing, and come up with your own letter um, that's customized for your situation and send that to your college so that it doesn't get bounced back as something that you've downloaded from our organization 
organization. That said, um, we also have a line acts, um, which are, you know, uh, letters that go to universities, um, but you have to sign the letter through this organization called the Align Act. Um, you can go on our website and find Align Acts and you can sign those. Um, and that that is, it, it's sort of like a petition, um, but it goes a step further in that every time somebody signs an Align Act, there are multiple people at at uh, universities and colleges that get bombarded with emails. And so they don't like to get bombarded with these emails. So we find they start paying attention to them. So the Align Act is a really powerful tool um, that not only have we used in the past, but our partners have used to get information out to colleges to immediately drop your COVID-19 uh, vaccine mandates. You cannot continue um, with this dangerous game. Let's spell that. What is that link that you just referenced? It sounds like you said Align Act. Yes, A-L-I-N-E Act, alignact.com. And you can go on there and find our campaigns, um, Children's Health Defense and the Unity Project recently did their own Align Act campaigns um, that go to the remaining colleges and universities mandating COVID-19 vaccines. And they sent those out to their entire communities. Um, and we know that colleges are getting bombarded through Align Acts to drop their mandates, um, at least the ones that have remaining mandates in place. I love it. We will make sure those are in our show notes. And before we cut for the break, I just want to remind everybody that AmericaOutloud.shop has tons of resources for you. We're going to have links in not only in my show notes, but there are resources for you available that you can either, if you're out there facing mandates for testing, if that's still happening in your workplace, remember we have Cofix RX, which is 1% iodine, that if you use a 1% iodine nasal spray and throat spray before a test, like the day before and the morning of, you're pretty much guaranteed a negative test because uh, COVID can't live inside of a nasal passageway that has iodine that has effectively eliminated it. So you might want to consider that as a product. I also um, tell people about immunemist.com that I will have a link in my show notes for that you can get those two 1% iodine. And don't forget, we have wonderful books that are in the America Out Loud bookstore as well. So when we come back, we'll continue with nocollegemandates.com. It's time in this six The natural colon cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with oxy powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why oxy powder is our number one seller. It worked. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced. These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. 
Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Welcome back to Nurses Out Loud. We have with us NoCollegeMandates.com founder, Lucia Sinatra, and she is inspired to make a difference, and she has taken action, and this website is full of valuable information so that parents out there looking at colleges for your students, encouraging your students toward colleges, especially you parents that are out there who plan on financing your students' colleges, should be looking at this website because you should not be supporting financially any of these colleges that have contributed to the mandate problem we have in this country. We have students' lives who've been utterly destroyed because of these mandates. They have been kicked out of their classes, kicked out of their schools, prevented from entering schools because of mandates, and this has to stop, and we want you to join the resistance. So how can you do that? We want to help not only the students, but the parents as well, and those of you that may be out there that are retired who may feel like, oh, my time is up. It is not. This is a time for action. You can be the person who's out there calling the colleges in your city and discovering the truth about your colleges once you see their name on this list at nocollegemandates.com. And you can actually act as undercover and inform nocollegemandates.com what you discover and report back to them. But we are really wanting to make sure that the students out there recognize that this is a battle that you need to pick up the mantle for and to be fighting. And we're going to pick right back up there and let Lucia talk about, you know, what's inspired her to get to this point and what she wants to do to get students to get active. Welcome back, Lucia. Thank you so much, Michelle. Um, So great to be back with you. 
Yes. So you have a, um, some student, there are some action that we can do that we can provide call to actions for students. And let's, why don't we start there and talk to the students and tell them what has already been created for them that they can latch onto and join and be a part of the resistance. Yeah. So um, I know you'll have this this link um, in your show notes, but either from the homepage of our website or link in your show notes um, will be a link to our Substack page. And on October 19th, I posted um, a uh, a post about a student declaration and reflection on COVID-19 policies um, that was created um, by several college student representatives um, that uh, that I actually happened to connect so they could find each other. Because one of the great challenges since we started this organization over two years ago, Michelle, has been activating the students, activating the students to use their voice, to speak out, to fight back. Part of the reason for that is it's hard for them to find each other. And it's hard for them to find a critical mass in their community of people that feel the same way. So um, over the year, over the past couple of years, um, I've tried to connect students with each other. I've tried to get students on podcasts. I've tried to encourage students to write stories and their um articles for our Substack to just get this information out there. Um, and it's it's been hard. There's been a lot of stop and goes. You know, college students um, are really busy. Um, and so the ones that are um, in challenging programs and really challenging universities sort of want to get involved. Um, but then they find um, that as the, as the semesters go on, their time and time becomes more restricted and more limited. And they just don't have a time singularly to take on a huge amount amount of work. Collectively, however, where they can split the work up amongst themselves, um, we're finding that um, that they're able to get they're able to get more done. Um, they're able to help each other out, and they're able to stick together and you know and and really hopefully um, you know try to make a difference in policies that they um, have disagreed with from day one. Part of the problem is too is if you're the student that puts your name out there, you know there's fear of cancel culture. Um, there's fear of judgment, ostracization, discrimination in your community. This is very real. It happened um, to many students in the beginning of the pandemic for voicing either their opinion on um masks or shutdowns or online teaching or COVID-19 vaccine mandates, um, you know, students were put through the ringer. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and, and many of them, you know, had to leave their college communities, were canceled from their college communities. So, you know, they're in a very precarious um, situation. This is the most critical period in their young adult lives. So for them to jeopardize that um, is something that a lot of them are just not willing to do. Um, so I, I got contacted by um, a student friend several, several weeks ago saying, hey, I'm thinking about this declaration idea. Could you put me in touch with other students? I'd love to collaborate on this. And basically um, this declaration is a document that they've written to say, we never agreed with college COVID-19 vaccine policies, and we need to ensure that they never happen again. So what they did is they created a website, it's studentdeclaration2023.org, and they're asking every student, parent, 
concerned community member, doctor, nurse, lawyer, it doesn't matter who you are, that if you support their voice and if you support this declaration, they invite you to sign it. And then this declaration will eventually go out to all of these colleges um, that violated um, medical freedom and informed consent. So we'd love for your community to go out and support these students. It's one of my, um, my favorite initiatives um, in the entire two years that I created this organization, because it is 100% student driven. And if we elevate and support these students, I hope that they'll continue this work and they'll continue to take on more action items and they'll continue to fight back against these policies. Because the bottom line is, Michelle, when I started this organization over two years ago, I didn't really want to start the organization. I wanted the students to start the organization and I wanted to help support them from behind the scenes, but there was too much fear and it was too difficult for them to jeopardize these most important critical years in their young adult lives. So we created the organization as concerned parents behind the scenes, our professors, faculty, staff, MDs, nurses, doctors, students, you name it. Um, but there are still many of them that want to be anonymous and many of them that want to support us from behind the scenes. I'd like that to shift one day. In my ideal world, I'd like the students to take over this mission and I support them from behind the scenes. If you're out there listening and you're like my daughter who just graduated in 2023 and are the generation of the COVID-19 college students and you have already survived it by the skin of your teeth and you got out of it without having to get a vaccine, you may be the perfect person for what she's out here speaking to because you are feeling safer now because you may have just recently graduated or you're getting so close to graduation. So please pay attention. Try to join this battle because obviously there is a need to get it done like studentdeclaration2023.org is saying this can never happen again. And the only way it can never happen again is if somebody does something. When I was recently hospitalized, one of the doctors who walked in, they tried to mask Nurse Michelle in a blue state and as a patient because of a COVID outbreak. And I'm like, that's just not happening. And the doctor said, well, you know, we just have to do it to keep our jobs. And here's this brilliant hematologist right there um, saying that to me. And I said, well, it will continue as long as someone as brilliant as you doesn't take the 170 studies that have been provided by someone like Brownstone Institute and bring it to the higher authorities and tell them as a science major yourself and a smart doctor that they employ that you will not continue because the science does not support it. And there is proof that it is harmful to me and it is not effective anyways. So we're not doing this just to satisfy people. We are doing it because it's not... The science doesn't support it. So really anything that you are allowing yourself to do in the name of put the word just in front of it, just to comply, just to keep your job, you are actually contributing to assuring that this will happen again. And we do not want this to happen again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything that we can do, not only to use our own voices, but to support the voices of those that are brave enough to speak out, that has been uh, the top of our mission from day one. And that continues to be the top of our mission because the 
bravery is infectious. So those that put themselves out as being brave and willing to speak up, I guarantee you will inspire others to do the same and will inspire others to take action. It's the whole reason I started this organization, right? Right, Nurse Michelle? I have told countless doctors and nurses, one of my quotes early on in the mission is, the only reason I can do my work is because you've done yours. Because I quote studies. I'm not a medical professional. I quote research papers. I quote doctors like um, Dr. Peter McCullough all the time. I quote nurses. I quote people who are on the front lines. Um, I refer back to what they're relying on to show that these vaccines should have never been been mandated to the young adult population or young children or babies. Um, and I stand on your shoulders. I stand on their shoulders. And that is how I do my work, um, by using that work to, to legitimize my message. Um, so, you know, I, I am so grateful grateful um, for every medical profession that is on this medical freedom movement. Without your work, I could not do mine. Yes. And if you are hearing about any medical freedom events that are happening in your communities, whether you be a college student or a retired person in your community, we want you to, to encourage you to come to these events so that you can actually hear some of these powerful speakers that have the supporting data to claim. Uh, and they're the ones that are testifying before Congress all over this country and actually around the world, um, trying to make sure the science is actually heard by those that are in policymaking. And on that note, we have our special guest today is going to be speaking at the COVID litigation conference that's coming up, and we'll make sure to put that link in the show notes. And if you know that Steve Kirsch um, had the first one here in Atlanta, Georgia, I got to be at it. She was there as well, but we did not get to meet in person at that time. But she is <laughs> going to be at this next one that's going to be coming up, and we'll have all the details about that. And the Brownstone Institute is going to be having their annual conference coming up in Texas. So we'll make sure to include that as well. So I think, Lucia, that you also have a list of lawyers. Is that accurate on your website that people can yes. access? That's exactly right. So it's a short list of lawyers, um, and uh, but those lawyers are involved in a legal network, um, both uh, through Steve Kirsch's organization and also through Warner Mendenhall's organization. Um, they are connected to legal networks that allow them to analyze uh, what your situation is, um, what state you're in. And if they can't help you, um, they will put a call to action out to other lawyers in their network and try to get you the help that you need in the state that you need it. That is what everybody needs to hear. I do share lists of lawyers and this is encouraging um, as far as getting those lists out there because it does take people suing. Um, apparently, sometimes when a nursing school like uh, in Thomas versus Maricopa County Community College, they only lost about $50,000 paying the students legal fees. And the very next year, what were they doing? Mandating that exact same COVID-19 vaccine and threatening nursing students again. So apparently, Maricopa County Community College is asking for a lawsuit from somebody. And apparently, it needs to be millions of dollars that they lose before they learn their lesson. So if you're a brave student out there, you know that you have faced these kind of mandates you have suffered because of it, it is time to look at this list of lawyers and get yourself a lawsuit together because it's going to take brave students to make this difference and brave parents who are willing to bring those schools into order to recognize that we are the ones paying their bills. Absolutely. Now, Absolutely. You also mentioned somebody named Catherine Austin Fitz who has some legal documents for students. We can 
just briefly address that and tell, and we'll put that link in the show notes as well. Yeah. So, um, so Catherine, you know, I, I, I don't, I've never talked to her directly. I've listened to a lot of her work. Um, she does a, a weekly show, um, I believe for CHD TV and, um, she created some forms. Um, her organization is, um, is Solari. Um, and she's got something called the Solari report. And what she created way back in 2021 is a form for students attending U.S. colleges or universities that require COVID-19 vaccines under emergency use. She's got a part one and a part two. And this form basically has eight questions. And it requires that college administrators, if they're going to force COVID-19 vaccines on students, they need to, um, they need to represent to students um, uh, for a, a variety of different things, such as does my student health insurance plan provide complete coverage should I experience an adverse event? Or um, is there any medical or financial support to me and my family if I have an adverse event from an EUA, COVID-19 injection, and so on? I mean, there is not a college on the planet that would ever sign this document. But what it does is it shows colleges how they're exposing themselves to liability by forcing EUA vaccines upon these students. The reason the document was a little bit more relevant in 2021 than it is now is because back then there were colleges that rejected um, exemptions from vaccines. So you either had to comply or get the heck out of that college. Today, the uh, majority of the 75 colleges still mandating COVID-19 vaccines accept exemptions, both religious and medical, to get you out of COVID-19 vaccines. Um, if you are at a college that refuses to accept your um, your vaccines, such as healthcare programs, like you and I discussed earlier in the podcast, because healthcare students they may get their college to accept their exemption, but they may not, and most likely will not, get their clinical trial partner organization um, or partner um, program to accept that vaccine uh, that vaccine exemption. So yes. I go look at those forms, I would print them out and I would send them to the program. And therefore they have been put on notice that these are EUA vaccines with adverse events and they will be opening themselves up to liability if students are forced to take these vaccines and something happens. Yes. If you are a parent or grandparent hearing this and you have college age children in, within your scope of influence, whether it be a Bible study, whether it be in your church, whatever you have, the word exemption is something that was very unfamiliar to the majority of parents around the country. They just assume that if this, if my public school requires my kid to have a certain set of vaccines to be able to attend, I must have to do it. Hopefully you've woken up during the 2020 escapades and now you realize that there are these things called exemptions because the answer is always no until you've done the research. If you haven't done the research on the vaccines they're telling you your child has to have, you should not be um, at all even indicating whatsoever any compliance toward that vaccine scene and by what they've proven that they are willing to do, whoever that they are that are in authority regarding vaccines, we now know that they have proven themselves untrustworthy and everything needs to be questioned what they're doing. Now, here's something to remember that every college campus typically has a free speech space where people can go on and distribute um, 
literature or have a mic and a speaker and say your piece and get out there and start stirring some trouble up. But you may also meet with some resistance. So if there's people out there that think you can contribute in any way toward NoCollegeMandates.com by creating brochures or pamphlets that could be created because you're a wonderful graphic designer and this is easy peasy for you, please send them information and send the Nurses Out Loud people information. And we will get those so that people can download them for free and print them off in their communities, put them up on places around the college and encourage meetings of like-minded people because you're not alone. You've just got to find the people who think like you. Absolutely. You know, Michelle, the other thing, and I'm so glad you just said that because the other thing that we've encouraged from day one, if you read the homepage of our website, it describes who we are. And we describe ourselves as a group of concerned students, parents, doctors, faculty, staff, and on and on and on. No College Mandates is not about me. It's not my organization. We are, we, our entire mission from day one has been about creating a community to support each other, all in agreement against the idea of mandating young adults, college age to take forced to take COVID-19 vaccine. So we welcome anybody and everybody that has ideas, that wants to get involved in our community, that wants to create a mission under our umbrella, that wants to write for our substack or um, or create an Align Act or create a petition or another declaration um, or anything at all. We welcome every um, any and all volunteers. We welcome every and all ideas. Um, and, um, and we'd love to have more people get involved. So absolutely reach out to us and find us um, because that is who we truly represent you, each of you. We are a community and we're here um, to do everything that we can to raise awareness around what's going on and to represent as many people as we can and get them as many resources as we can. So they're not forced into doing something against their, their wishes. You are not alone. There is help and hope. And thanks to NoCollegeMandates.com, there is help and hope. Now, where besides NoCollegeMandates.com website, you are also on some social media platforms. So let's tell everybody where you are. And those links will be in the show notes as well. Yes. Um, so we are um, most active on Twitter, and that is at NCM forever. Um, we've got several telegram, uh, groups, a main chat group, um, called no college mandates. Um, and then we've got groups that have spawned out particular to like New York state and California state so that those parents could find each other and talk about efforts directed specifically, um, at, in, at colleges in their states. Um, we are also on getter at no college mandates. Um, and on uh, Truth Social. And you can get to all of our social media pages from the homepage of our website. Wonderful. So that is definitely something I want everybody to get out there and make sure you follow. I want to make sure everybody gets the link to this show and save it on your phone so that you can share this to everybody you know that is dealing with college students or having to face this particular thing. It's literally up to everybody to do it. It's not just enough to listen and hear this information. You've got to take the information and pass it along. Um, Students, we need you to speak up and speak out. And we need you to be in the fight, just like she is telling us. We, she has links available to be able to get notes to her about what you can do to help out. And courage is rare. 
but it is contagious. Mm -hmm. And just like COVID, we can spread it around and we don't need a mask. So have you been, regarding masks, do you have mandates like that that you've been dealing with as well? Are y'all keeping track with who's masking up people? So we were so, um, you know, we were so concerned about the vaccine mandates and the dangers of the vaccines that we went super hardcore against those. Um, we did speak out a little bit about about the mass mandates. There are other organizations that are doing that. So we didn't we didn't make that a primary goal or role in our mission. We decided to stay really focused on the vaccine mandates because we knew that they would cause so much damage, and we knew that we absolutely had to get rid of them. Um, but we did speak out on social media against masks. There, there's nobody um, in colleges right now that we know of um, that's being forced to mask. They're optional. Um, you don't see a lot of masks on college campuses, as far as I know. Even at the strictest universities like Rutgers, there's a handful of masks here and there, but nothing um, that's that's mandated any longer, as far as we know. That's good to know. And anybody that's yep. out there that knows otherwise, if there are yep. masks being mandated inside of yep. college professors' rooms, we need to make sure you report that to us so that we can yep. get that knowledge out there and get it dealt right. with. Because as we mentioned earlier, and I'll put that citation in the show notes, Brownstone Institute has 170 studies that show yep. the harms and ineffectiveness of masks. And we just need to deal with the science of it instead of um, just agreeing to do something just because somebody says so. Yep. As a final note, whatever you would like to say to the America Out Loud audience or to inspire them to do, I would love for you to just get, take this opportunity to do that. And if we by chance miss anything, I want to make sure everybody knows that Courage, there's two links I'm going to put in the show notes that um, I did put for religious exemptions with a lot of wording to help you. The shows are called Courage Among Nursing Students precedent against mandates and America's nursing schools forcing COVID vaccines. There's two links that I had already done interviews with that have wording for you to help you as well if you're dealing with what to write in a religious exemption. It's not a set form. It's just words that are brave to say that will help you. But you have the stage and we'll let you say the final word. Thank you so much. I would highly encourage you to um, visit our website, most especially sign up for our newsletter, um, which um, we try to publish as, as much as possible and give um, the community a voice to talk about what's important to them, but also um, to link our most important articles, our most important resources, um, our most important news. And then if you feel so inclined, um, we are we are not a 501c3. We recently put up a give, send, go. We've never asked for money in the history of our organization. It's been self-funded by me and other founders um, who started it at the time. Um, and we'd love to be able to do more and cover more expenses um, as we go forward. Um, so if you feel so inclined to make small donations, we would love it. Um, but we know that there are a lot of worthy causes to donate to and a lot of organizations um, asking for money. So we don't push hard in that realm. If you find that we add value to you and your college students, then let us know. And if, and if you don't have the ability to do that, our information will always remain free. That will be that that is a guarantee I can make. 
That is wonderful. And people do realize that for somebody to get their message out there, sometimes they have to fly to places. You have to have a hotel when you get to places. There are expenses. And if you have the ability to donate, please make the difference in the people's lives that are out there making differences for the sake of your family and for the American college students out there. Thank you so much for coming here today and being with us and telling the America Out Loud audience about this wonderful organization. I've been so wanting to make sure you're on here. And I know Dr. McCullough had interviewed you as well. So there's also another recording of her that you can listen to. I'll make sure to cite that in the show notes as well. But thank you so much for coming here. Thank you so much for inviting me today. I always love being on America Out Loud Radio. It was such a just productive um, session that we had. Thank you for helping get our message out there. And thank you for all the work that you do. Sure thing. So many people around this country and around the world were activated most certainly supernaturally to pick up their mantle and their sword and do a task that they felt incredible burden to do. Many did it without a single penny to help them, never receiving a paycheck. They did not do it for prestige or recognition. They did it because it was the right thing to do for such a time as this. As if a worldwide pandemic called COVID scaring the entire world was not enough, who would think the next year in 2021 would expose that the United States President Biden who had told the American people he would never mandate a vaccine, do the exact opposite. Everyone wanted to believe it would never happen to them, but it did. Every single American in this country was affected by that vaccine mandate. Lucia Sinatra saw a problem and created a solution. NoCollegeMandates.com Colleges around America were forcing upon the American student vaccines against their will, and they're still doing it today in 2023. Be sure to go to my show notes to the links that we have mentioned. Please go to their website and make a donation. Please find a way that you can make a difference in your community regarding colleges and hospital systems that are still mandating vaccines upon healthcare students and very likely nurses and medical professionals around your community. Remember, If you are among those that have been harmed by mandated vaccines, whether it be your health that has been impaired or your job that has been either lost or compromised or you were discriminated against, Nurses Out Loud is providing solutions for you. Be sure to check out ASEA Redox Cell Signaling Molecules to help turn on your internal doctor to help restore your health. And please check out America Out Loud dot shop for other products that are available to help you pursue wellness. And remember, there are lawyers listed on the NoCollegeMandates.com website ready to pick up your case and teach some colleges some lessons. Be brave. Be courageous. Spread the courage. Until next week. It's time and-